Hello. Hi, you found out. You figured it out. Yes, I did. How are <laughs> it's, you? I'm good. It's a little different than Spearman. Yeah, it's not as it's not as smooth when you uh, are trying to log in. <laughs> but but there are some really cool benefits to this system. Um, just real real quick is that we can actually include as segments on this podcast your full songs from Eon Flux. Okay. If you wanted. So, I mean, if you wanted, I can actually create individual segments after we finish the interview. Okay, that's perfectly fine, yes. You can actually, you know, you could, or you could say, well, you only want some of the songs. So you could tell me specifically, do you want some of the tracks as part of this podcast? So, you know, you don't give them all the way. And so you can tell me which ones you want. Okay. To, you know, maybe maybe we can talk about some of the ones that we would add to this. Okay. So th- that's up to you. Like, so I have your album in front of me. Yes. And um, you know, the first song is "Wild Nights." <laughs> and, and this is Shannon Ariana, and I'm Fam Electric Ghost. Uh, we we did a we did an interview on an old system called Spearman yes. a couple months back, and then we had talked about your tracks on your other projects, and now you have Eon Flux. Um, and, and this is a really cool album. I've seen the video and maybe you can just kind of go into for the fans on this platform, like who you are, where you're from, okay. what this album's about. Okay. Well, I'm Shannon Ariana. I am a singer, producer. I write my own music, make my own music. Um, and I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. <clears throat> and Eon Flux was basically, um, Eon means time, Flux means movement. So it just... At a certain point in time in our life, again, we go through things um, where we have to literally, like, decide to build ourselves up. And this was, like, one of the albums that I began writing when I was trying to get get myself together. So it just, just means how we move with time. That's cool. There's some, if you listen to the lyrics to a lot of songs, there's, like, some messages there that just, you know, help you... Build confidence in yourself. Yeah, it's uplifting, you know. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's really cool to see a full project here. You got a, you got a full album. Yes. And, you, and the first track is "Wild Nights." Um, so, maybe you want to talk about that as the first track, and then maybe you can tell me what other tracks you want to talk about. But. Okay. So, "Wild Nights." basically one of those songs where I'm just describing like a night that I'm having just playing around, you know, messed up a little bit, but just, you know, having fun and just giving that full female energy that I have. It's just a song that kind of like the lyrics just came to me. So I knew that it was something that had to be said. Yeah. So you kind of vibe, like when you write music, sometimes you just like, you go with Mm -hmm. like like a full, do you get like a full picture of the song sometimes that it is, like come to you and you you've got the whole thing or do you have to like really work at trying to figure out what it should be well it's both ways so some songs just come easy i'll get the melody once i get the melody then i'll be able to just you know create some words to it and see where it's going from there and some songs i have to you know come back to but wild nights was a song that just came to me every bar just kept coming to me at different times so i had to definitely get those bars on paper <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, I just find it's like the process, it's hard to describe because people can ask me, well, what's your process? But sometimes each song mm-hmm. is its own. Like I know Prince used to say his songs were his children. And then he could, he would say that, like, it's hard to describe the process, you know, for each one because sometimes they, it was different. Yeah. You know, and if, if when you talk to artists, people want to get a formula, you know. So, well, how do you do it? It's like, well, you know, sometimes it's not a simple formula. It's not. Most of the time, it's not a simple formula. <laughs> yeah, because like each experience, you know, even you're an artist, it comes from like part of what's going on inside you yeah. or, or what's going on around you. And it's a timing thing, too, because like it's where your head or your heart is at at the time that you get this idea. And, it, you know, some things are like point in time. It's hard to get back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, Have, do you find that some songs like are hard to recreate live? Or you're able to recreate almost all your songs like in a live environment, or do they change a little bit when you have to play them live? Well, I honestly think that uh, probably all of my songs, maybe except for like the simple ones like "Give Me the Rain" or "Missing You," but there's like specific sounds that are created um, that could probably be hard to recreate in live music because not everything is like a keyboard or a guitar. Some things are like voices or. <laughs> or other sounds, but I feel like um, if we do play the songs live and there's like a recreation of the song in a live version that mm-hmm. doesn't sound like the actual song, it will still be great anyways. Yeah, I yeah. find that artists, like a lot of artists, some artists really get real, um, I don't know, they get really into trying to recreate the moment. And then they use a lot of tools that sometimes take the life out of performance. Mm-hmm. So if you get you get a big pop star and they want to recreate their top ten hit, and they're basically running a live on the stage and kind of lip syncing to their own song, um, rather than actually performing it like really yes. live, kind of like you know if in back in the day you'd see a Michael Jackson or a Prince or a Bruce Springsteen or Whitney Houston, they can they would sing their song. They wouldn't like lip sync their song. They wouldn't. Yes. They'd have a full band behind the song, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, people sometimes today they come out and it's just a guy on an apple and then somebody singing and then there's no band and you're like it sounds exactly like what you hear on the radio. <laughs> yes, that's true. I mean, in in some crowds, it's still being through your Apple computer is good or like more of like I guess younger crowds they don't mind it being on the computer, but then some crowds will probably want to hear it differently. So I, yeah. I understand that. But no, I just feel like with live music, anyway, a song, it's about what you say, what message you can get to someone. That's how you attract people to even listen to your music in the first place. So if it's live, as long as you put like your feeling in it, you know that what you're saying is what you feel. And that's yeah. the message you want to bring out, then your song is definitely going to come to life to anyone. Yeah, I think like if you yeah. uh, like hip hop performances with like rappers, and they might be running it off off a tape, but when they do their delivery, yes, they have passion. Definitely. So, so if you do your delivery, you have passion, and you make adjustments, and you actually you feel like they're really giving that performance. There's no issue with that. But when somebody's trying to mimic it exactly, you know, then it kind of loses some. But yeah. um. That's just my opinion, but uh, <laughs> so like on some of these other songs, which ones would you want to discuss? I have the full record here. So is there any particular song out of order that you want to talk about? 
Um, I would say we can talk about, I guess, give me the rain. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah. give me rain. Give me rain. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that song, um, was actually just getting out of a relationship, uh, learning how to like build yourself back up from, I guess like you're in, sometimes in a relationship, if you break up, you could kind of feel like nothing, like it's all your fault and you're doing everything wrong. And that's probably most of the feeling of somebody who's getting out of one. But that song is basically just like trying to lift myself back up and get into where I need to be and loving me more. Um, that's what I got out of Give Me the Rain. Those yeah, so just came so, to me. So you put your personal kind of situation in it, but you made it more like a universal theme. Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's what a lot of artists do. They put, put something that's a part of them, but then they make it vague enough that enough people can kind of feel it. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the, the being a, a songwriter. That's like that's the that's the gift. Like when you can take something that's personal and then make it almost universal, and then people, you know, everybody probably has the same feelings. And if you can tap into that, then people, you know, I think they identify, and that's how they get really into music. You know, because it kind of, kind of people use music to kind of heal themselves sometimes. Yes, sometimes that's all that you have is music. Yeah, a lot of times. <laughs> um, yeah, so let me say, so is it okay if I just randomly pick one? Of course. Like Machete. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> machete. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, I was actually going to drop that song from the album. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. It's I like the song because it kind of, like, when you get advice from people, sometimes you feel like people are just, like, leading you in the wrong way or maybe they don't care or maybe it's just not things that are good for you. They just say something just to get you out of the way. And some people try to take control over you. So, Machete is just basically, like, saying, like, kind of, like, if you're not really assisting me, then, like, go away because I don't need it. It's just yeah. Good <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, some people some people say they, they give you constructive criticism, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's, like, destructive. And, 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 you know, sometimes if you have to say that it's constructive, then it probably might not be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because okay. usually, like, if you give people, like, a criticism and then you go out of your way to say it's constructive, then sometimes it's, like, the opposite of what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. But then people will try to play head games with you, you know, and make you feel like, well, you know, I'm really trying to help you when they're really, you know, trying to stab you in the back. <laughs> That's it. Definitely. That's the truth, unfortunately. But we all just—I just feel like we all just have to focus on ourselves and do what we can do for ourselves, and mm-hmm. you'll be as successful as you want yourself to be. Yeah, I think that's the whole thing today because everybody now has a way to have a voice in music. You know, the gatekeepers at the record companies mm-hmm. are not controlling things anymore, so a lot of people are able to get their voices out there. And it's a lot of responsibility on the artist. Because as an artist, you're kind of responsible for for getting out there and pushing your stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can get out on the streaming services, but then you got to get your gigs. You got to get out there. You got to do the promotion. You got to work out the video. And a lot of times, you don't get the budget that you know in the past. Yes. Uh, like an artist would be supported. You get a contract, 
and you'd be like a five-year contract, and it would say, uh, you got to do three records, you got to get this many sales, we'll give you upfront money, we'll give you the, you know, support, we'll give you a touring manager, we'll put you on the road. You know, that was kind of cool, you know, and you you had to kind of make it or not make it, but at least you had an opportunity. Yes. And I have to worry about the day-to-day, and I know a lot of artists are like, well, I like knowing how, you know, I like being in charge of everything, but then, you know, there is something to say for, like, not having to worry about that stuff. <laughs> yes. You know, it, w- it would be cool if there was, a you know, a way to get back there. I mean, there are some indie labels that are doing some stuff to help their artists, but it's kind of hard. I would say, like, if I had, I will not lie, I feel like if I had an opportunity to put my music in front of everyone's face in the world, I think I would make it. I know I would make it. Yeah, but, I think it's yeah, it's, it's just getting that opportunity. That's the way you gotta yeah. get people to help you. I have to find the opportunity. So we're in the works. We're in the works of doing something really good with this album. So this is like a little, it's a soft release for now. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean that's everybody I, I've been talking to a lot of different mm-hmm. artists all around the world. Yesterday I interviewed a band from Bermuda called Heritage, and. Uh, they're kind of blowing up on YouTube because they put a video together. And that seems to be the big thing. Like if you can get a video, like your video, um, like that really helps, you know, when you can put together a video and get it out there to people. Because that's how people see things today, you know. Yes, you yeah, definitely need visual. a video to get their attraction. Yeah, so it's always that upfront investment to kind of get something like that done um, to get out there. And so, like, yeah, maybe you can talk about the video for that for this album. And kind sure. of talk well, I plan to do more videos also, just to let you guys know. So there's going to be some good videos coming up. Um, but Nighttime um, is the video. That's the song I decided to do the video for. And it basically just kind of gives you a view of the album. The cover is basically the woods in the dark kind of infra just pink and and green so it's like midnight dark and that just draws you in and like just imagine yourself walking in my woods and then you find my dungeon and there's the video nighttime that's my dungeon just so you can kind of it's it's more supposed to be a a relaxing video and Mm -hmm. like you just enjoying you know yourself in your night and just enjoying who you are in my video so that's what the song is for yeah, I like. I really like the video. Yeah. I like the vibe. I like the way it was photographed. I like the way it was filmed. It's it's pretty cool. You know, I like. You know, I like. It's cool to see indie artists and their how they how they put together things. You know, yeah. and it's just, <laughs> it's just to see it, like where, where what the direction that you're going. You know, yes, your interpretation of what you're doing, and um, yeah, it's it's, it's it's exciting to be able to see you know all this material that's out there. You know, and and. We, I talked to you before on the other platform, and, and you're, you know, it's cool. You're still progressing. You know, you're still yeah. moving forward as an artist, and that's, you know, it's because you love, you love what you do, right? You're like that's why you do it. Yes, I absolutely do. <laughs> yeah, everybody, like I, I had, I had, no, I knew some guy that was like a guitar player. He's like, well, if I don't, if I don't make it in the next year, I'm, I'm just taking my guitar. I'm gonna pawn it, and I'm like, well, you know. You, that's probably not the best idea because like when you love music you just do it and you, mm-hmm. never, you never know when it's going to go through so if you just think you put some kind of artificial timetable that might not be the best decision you know I plan to make it at least by the end of the year 
Yeah, I mean, I you can give to. yourself a goal, but like that's you tell me to pack it in if I don't get my goal. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's the best idea. No matter what, that's a very important thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's it's really interesting to see, you know, what what your what your vision is with this album. So I'm gonna maybe you can pick another song. I can actually I can actually play a song. So if I could play a song just sure. in this episode, which one would you want me to play? Um, you can play. I would say play uh, "Missing You." Okay, but just go on mute. Don't don't hit the finish button. <laughs> but, okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play "Missing You" right now, and then okay. and then we'll talk. I'll tell you to come back in a second after I do it. Sorry, go on mute. I'm tired of missing you. I'm never kissing you. I'm in the right mood. My body aching for you. You know me getting excited. <laughs> Shannon Ariana and Missing You. So yeah. you can come back in. And uh, yeah, so I like that vibe. It's like a smooth groove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You like, I like all your music, but you know, that, that song's cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got this, like, I don't know, you got a unique way of, of like um, putting the th- songs together and the way you express yourself, the way your, your lyrics are. It, it's cool. It's kind of like, it's a breath of fresh air, you know, when you hear like a different approach. Thank you so much. I try my best. Thank you. Yeah, that's what, what this is all about. I, I like being able to give, you know, artists a way to uh, talk about their work 
uh, I think I talked about before, like there are people out there on the web that will ask, you know, artists for money to get an interview. And I felt like that wasn't cool. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a music fan. So I say, you know what, what if I just as a fan and a musician find bands that want to talk? You know, find artists that want to talk and then give them an opportunity to talk. I, I like to talk to them myself. <laughs> and that's what the whole thing is. You just kind of pay it forward. You just, you know, promote each other. And that just, uh, you know, as a, as a communal, communal kind of thing that was more present in the 60s and the 70s where people were willing to do that for free. But, you know, I'm trying to bring that back because that's what social networking is supposed to be about. Not about paying fees. <laughs> yes, that's, but nowadays a lot of the social networks, everybody's like, "Oh, they're trying to cash in." You know, or just less, less free things. People want to always like put, you know, ask for something. So yeah, so maybe maybe talk more about well, how long did this project take to do? Um. So. So the full project probably took a year, but the thing is, I produced. Um, uh, and, and I actually end up producing the entire album again in February. Oh, so what happened? You decided to change direction. Yes, and I think I changed direction for the better. Oh, so did you have a, a separate? Did you have a separate set of songs that you just went and re-recorded, or you changed the mix on the songs you already did? Um, I had a I had a separate set of production. What I like to do is the production first, um, just to kind of make everything come together, and then I'll go and begin recording for vocals. So I produced the album, and then I decided to reproduce the album. Oh, so does that mean so you had different song structures that the actual song? Yeah, different. I had different. Uh, yeah, song structures. I yeah, guess. so the actual tracks, like the basic track, all the tracks might have been, there might have been different sets of tracks, and then you end up putting, did you have the same set of lyrics, or you came up with new lyrics? Um, I did write to the songs, I just didn't record them. Yeah, I think I think that happens a lot. I mean, sometimes, like, I've been working on a project um, as the ghost, you know, family like the ghost, it's been called Dark, Dark yeah. Ghost, and Initially, I was going to come out this year, and it's like a double record. It's going to be like double record, and then there's going to be like a vinyl part of it. And then I was working on it, and then I was like, you know what? At the beginning of the project, I had like 20 songs, and then it's like, and then I kept on writing new stuff that actually was superior to the original stuff I had. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, now I got to change directions. So I got to tell some of the people involved and say, you know what? This is going to push out to 2019. Kind of found a new like vibe that I'm got, and I want to change like the theme of the record. So, so I, I can understand sometimes you're like in the middle of something, and suddenly like you find a new something, a, a new way of doing something in terms of production, or you found a new like for me, I'm a synthesizer player, and I got all these new modes, and they gave me a sound I didn't have before, and, and then I got a new mic, and the mic gave me a sound I never had before. So suddenly. The, the change in my mic system totally changed all my vocals and then like well, to make the album consistent I kind of got to re-record everything <laughs> yes <laughs> so like oh you're like, you're like well, why did I do that so now I got to go back and change everything because it won't sound right so 
yeah, I mean, sometimes things happen and you're like, okay, what's well, that's for the best because I got all these new ideas. Mm-hmm. And good luck with, with recreating it, too. I hope all of that like goes really well for you. Yeah, I mean, I have it. It's just a matter of, like, I, I felt like I got new a new direction. And sometimes, like, if you find a new way to use your voice, then it becomes exciting. You get new ideas and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to, I got to take advantage of the way this microphone works. Because I got this thing called a studio electronics microphone, which is a really good studio mm-hmm. microphone. And um, I just changed the character of what I do. And I'm like, oh, man, it's, like, it's worth actually re-recording all this. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So you want to talk go- more about, like, um, anything else related to, like, the production of the, your record? Um, well, with the production, I use GarageBand. So that's, like what I can do for free. I love producing and making music in GarageBand. It's like the most amazing music software that they can even create for a singer. And I just hope they continue to like give us good samples, give us good sounds and melodies to use. Yeah, it's getting better all the time. Um, it's, it's getting better all the time from the initial versions. It's really full flesh, really fleshed out. Yes, it's definitely, definitely great. Um, and just... You know, working through the production, it's it's just finding sound. Like one thing that I've noticed, like I have to find a way to continue the sound and and keep all of the um, the sounds in the album like fresh and the songs fresh for people to hear. Um, so just you know, working with that, I don't work with anyone either. No one produces my beats for me or even helps me in that nature. Um, so just you know, knowing that I have the privacy and I can really like make the album myself and make each sound like my own sound was just awesome to even do that. And I just, I really appreciate GarageBand. Like T-Pain, his first album was made from GarageBand, his entire album. Yeah. <laughs> and he had GarageBand when it wasn't like how it is now. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, like any kind of production system, like when you know, a lot of people, they use, like, Ableton or they use, like, FL Studio or Pro Tools, and they have all these, these like, plugins and stuff. I don't even use that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, an old-school musician. I actually am on my synth, on my drum machines and my sequencers playing, like, instruments. So I kind of do it, like, the old-school way of actually using yes. it. <laughs> um, but it's different because, like, a lot of people say, well, you know, what, what are your stems and stuff? It's like, those aren't actually like stems; they're like tracks. <laughs> they're, they're tr- I have like recorders that record oh, okay. on tracks, and tracks are different than stems in that you know it's like the old school way. They're like like looped, like uh, like physical tape. But I'm using digital tape machines, but they record like tape. And so what happens is like you put tracks down, and you put your bass tracks down. It's probably similar to what you do in GarageBand, but you're doing it in, on a physical machine. <laughs> and that physical machine allows you to you don't have like a computer screen you have to cut into it and you see like a digital monitor and if you go to like two minutes into the song and you hear something at two minutes and you want to cut into it and overdub it you have to actually go to minute two and then physically cut into it okay without doing it like on a laptop you're doing it on a machine kind of like the way people used to use studios back in the 70s You'd see a recording engineer have to actually punch in on a board and then start to overdub at that point. That's the way I record because it's kind of like I like that because I kind of grew up using tape machines. Okay. It gives you, 
there's a there's something about when you record that way that makes your project sound a little different just because you're kind of doing it in a way that's kind of lends itself to more improvisation in some cases and, and happy accidents and all kinds of things that can happen that um, aren't is computer controlled. And so you can, you can, if you're a musician, you want to kind of explore different things. It gives you a lot of capability. Uh, I would say that maybe I would try that one day, but I would need a lot of practice. Yeah, it's cool, man. Everything on the th- tape, I mean, you just kind of, you can, what's cool about the, I use a tape machine called, uh, it's a Japanese tape machine called a Zoom R24. And what's cool about it is every time you create a new version, it keeps the previous version. And so every time you overdub something, it doesn't wipe out what you previously did. And so you could actually go back to multiple takes and then start saying, well, you know, I want to take something out of take two and mix it with take eight. And it allows you to do it, but you have to physically move things around on a machine um, rather than a laptop. But it's, 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 once you learn how, to, how, to, how the buttons work and how everything works, it's, it's an exciting thing you know, to do because you're still controlling everything yourself. Like, like the way mm-hmm. you record yourself, I do everything myself. All my beats, all my bass playing, all the playing is me. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't sample anything other than my own stuff. I just got a sampler um, called a Morphogene, and what that allows you to do, it takes, allows you to take up to like a three-minute sample. And I do is I sample my own material. And then the sampler is kind of different than some samplers. It lets you kind of rip the sample apart, which means you, that was this thing called time shifting. So you take something that you did and then it, it, it warps like the beginning of the song with the middle mm-hmm. of the song, with the end of the song, and it has all this stuff happening at once. And so when you sample with this machine, it doesn't do like Ice Ice Baby type of sample where it's recognizable. It, it takes a sample and totally, so you can sample something popular and you can change it so much that no one would know where it came from, <laughs> which is a kind of cool thing. It's a different type of sampling where you're not trying to grab a recognizable sound. You take a recognizable sound and, you try to, and it makes it unrecognizable. So then you can use it in a way that's very creative. Um, yeah. It allows you to like, take something i mean you can take like glass breaking you can take your voice and your voice will become a sound that then you can extend like it's like a a preset so you could sing a a c note and then suddenly that note in your voice becomes a tone that you could use on any key and then it gives you a sound that nobody else has because like who's going to have your voice Mm-hmm. And then suddenly that can be used like an oscillator and it gives you a sound. It's just kind of technical, but it gives you a lot of cool stuff. It's like people are always looking for sounds, and this type of device allows you to just create sound out of like anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you're a creative person, those these kind of tools are, are really interesting. And it is, what's cool today is there's a lot of really awesome tools for artists that are, you know, from the past that have been brought back. Um, so there's a lot of stuff from the 70s and the 80s that was like companies went out of business and now they've come back and there's all kinds of new like versions of 808s and uh, mm-hmm. the synthesizers that were now around that were out of production or back in production, you know, all kinds of cool devices like the MPCX, like a lot of rappers use this thing called an MPC. 
it was like not in production now it's back and it, it kind of was like a classic tool that a lot of hip hop artists used it allowed it has like a pad generation system that allows you to take samples and string them in pads and put them together as songs and a lot of people liked it because instead of using a laptop you can have this physical machine with all these pads you go on stage you can perform with it um, I think Kanye West has performed with it and a lot of old hip hop artists like Grandmaster Flash and all those guys used to use it um, and it's a really cool thing to see stuff like that around but let me get back to anything you want to talk about with your record so is there any other song you'd want to play or talk about um, I would say we could probably talk about uh, Susu. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> Susu, I really love that song. It just basically kind of introduces the, like, kind of rapper in me. I'm not saying that I'm a rapper because I'm not. But for <laughs> some reason, when I was writing this, a lot of rhymes came out, and I just had to use them. So Susie was definitely a big input in that. And that's like three songs into one song. So that's another reason why I love Susu. So you actually had three songs and you linked them together? Yes. Hmm. So so maybe talk about how you, how you did that. Uh, well, basically, the way that the samples are set up, I there's one sample that I use throughout the entire song to kind of make sure that all of the three different beats come together. Um, so just that, and then just adding on and then having different melodies and then keeping each part pretty simple. So there's not too much going on. That's just a lot that I had to focus on with actually creating the song, but it's, it's like about, you know, just losing someone or just somebody getting over you. You just have to deal with that. And it's just a reinvention of like my stronger self. Okay. Maybe we'll play that. And um, yes, yeah, yes. let's play that song on this. And this, so so go on mute, and then uh, we'll uh, play it right now. Okay. Niggas don't let me know. 
Why you moving on so fast from me? Why you acting like I don't mean nothing? One day you love me, next day you hate me. Show me your ass, what you want from me? Why you moving on so fast from me? Why you acting like I don't mean nothing? One day you love me, next day you hate me. Show me your ass, what you want from me? Why you moving on so fast from me? Why you acting like I don't mean nothing? That was Shannon Ariana and Susu, and yeah. yeah, it's cool rap. I mean, I like you know your you, your rap is good. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like that attack the way you did it, and I like uh, the, the intention that's coming from and uh, the feeling you're giving off. It's, it's it feels real, so it's cool. Thank you, thank you. I worked hard for that song. Yeah, it's like when you do it, you just have, you guys just believe in what you're doing. You know, you feel it when when an artist is like you know giving their giving their lines and is doing it, and you, you got it. So that's the way the way you do it. You just you just go to it, and you just uh, you let everybody know where where you're coming from. So um, yeah, so Eon Flux is out there. It's on. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. What other platforms is it on? Is it on it's all, on Tidal, YouTube Red. Um, it's on Deezer. Like every music platform in the world, it's, it's on cool. all of them. So, are you doing any kind of physical distribution, or it's all like um, just streaming? Right now, it's just streaming, but there will be physical distribution soon. Hopefully, we can get some records also. Cool. So it'll be like CD or vinyl. Both. Oh, cool! Yeah, vinyl's okay. got vinyl. Actually, is a pretty good deal. People, you yes, you actually make good money from vinyl <laughs> as an artist. But um, yeah. So it's like, um, are you touring this this album? Are you doing shows? Yes, I am going to be doing some shows um pretty soon. So I'll be posting some. That soon. I do have a couple of performance coming up um, at the end of June and in July so far. That's cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's so you, you you've got physical and you've got your digital download and streaming and then you got shows. So you're 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 doing the full attack, you know, the full promotional um, effort, and that's 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 really good to see that you're able to do that and. Um, like I wish you the best of luck on this new project, and you know we we've got this new platform, and um, like I said, this is actually a real podcast. It shows up on iTunes under my Fam Electric Ghost. Uh, so if you go out to Fam Electric Ghost once I publish this, if you go into podcast within Apple, you'll see it. Uh, and each episode has a you know a title who I'm interviewing or talking about, and it'll have um, your name on it with my name and we'll be talking about your album. So I'll probably say that's the title of it. Um, 
I will send you the embeds if you want to put it on your own websites to take HTML. Uh, I mm-hmm. can do that. And um, it, it goes on a lot of other podcast platforms as well. So if you look at what Anchor says about where things get published, there's a lot of different places that it will actually push it. So it's unlike Spearman, where Spearman, you could push it anywhere you wanted, but it wasn't like a true podcast. This is actual podcast. Okay, no problem. I'll definitely take a look and see. Definitely. And I'm going to push it on um, the Phantom Electric Ghost blogger site, my Instagram, my Twitter, um, and my Facebook. So I'll push out this link once it's set up. And I'm going to go and add, like I said, segments of your actual songs from this album. So probably every song that we previewed Mm -hmm. podcast will actually be a separate segment. The one thing I see with the segments is um, the segments are only available if you listen on Anchor. Okay. Um, so if you listen to within the Anchor link that I give everybody, the, the segments will be part of the podcast. For some reason, when it goes over to Apple, it only has the conversation. And I'm not sure why, but um, since you can give people a link that has the full picture of the thing, I think it's just Anchor wants to show people that on their platform, they give you more. <laughs> so they allow you to, to put in the Apple Music <clears throat> and the Spotify track and so that's what I'll do and you'll have that, have that shortly after I put everything together so sometime, okay. sometime tonight you'll have that and um, yeah I, 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 I'm glad you came with us on this new platform thank you and thank uh, yeah you. if you have other things you want to talk about in the future that's cool and okay like, yeah, and I'm actually collaborating with a lot of different artists from time to time if you ever need assistance. I know you like to do everything yourself, so I, I understand that. I do most of my stuff myself, too. But if you're ever looking for anything um, on any new project, let me know. Okay, no problem. All right? So much, yes. Thank you. Thank you. With great success. And, uh, yeah, I'm pulling for every, for you. I think I think you got really good work here. With Flux and everybody, you know, needs to check it out and then, you know, and, and check it out where, you know, you can support her, you know, on, on these streams. And if you're cool on the iTunes, like download it, actually buy it. <laughs> Don't just, yes. just, just stream it, support an artist. If you want to support indie artists, it means you actually have to buy their material. Yes, please buy it and stream it and listen and let yeah. us know your feedback. I love hearing feedback yeah. from people. It's great. Okay, great, great. I um I look forward to your your future projects and hopefully we'll be talking to you in twenty nineteen on yes. your next record uh, or yes. sooner. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you and I hope you have a good night. Everyone else too. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye bye.